Hi, this is B. Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. Guys, we are on week two of our intentional preparation series, and I'm super excited about it because it feels like it is so needed right now. Last week was a very um, emotional, very draining, very, very, very intense week. It didn't start off that way, even though I felt um, I definitely felt it, but it, it really picked up for me on Wednesday. So this week feels almost like a journey of self-healing. We are literally walking into a space of introspection where we are able to look at ourselves. We are going to have to be honest with ourselves and really, really pay close attention to the parts of ourselves that we have tried to hide Um, The parts of ourselves that we've tried to ignore, the parts of ourselves that we have been completely oblivious to this week, because we are also in the energy of the full moon in Gemini, it's going to make us very uh, chatty. It's going to make us want to express ourselves. It's going to make us feel like we need to know everything about everything and even the parts that we don't necessarily have to know we're going to want to know because that's just what it means to be in Gemini energy. Gemini is all over the place. Gemini is um, typically a sign that loves to know everything about anything and is very chatty meaning uh, communicative. It talks a lot. It likes to communicate. Now, what what part of the communication you get depends on the side of the Gemini that you get. And being that we are under the full moon energy, anything that is hidden, anything that has been um, disguised or anything that is been that has been under the radar is going to be highlighted. It is about to definitely come out. And being that we are just two weeks away from the solar eclipse in Capricorn, there is massive shifts. And as we know, new moon energy, new moon energy typically lasts about two weeks. But because we're having a solar eclipse during the new moon, it is going to be energy that is going to affect us for up to six months to a year. That is how powerful solar eclipses are. And being that we're having two back to back, we're having a solar eclipse, new moon in Capricorn, and then we're going to have a lunar eclipse, full moon in Cancer in January. So it is massive changes that are about to happen. And as we get closer to those dates, I will give you all a breakdown more in detail of how those Um, specific energetic things will affect you and could potentially affect your home life, your relationships, specifically with the solar eclipse going into Capricorn, anything foundational wise, anything financial wise, anything that has to do with the foundation laying of your life will be affected. It will definitely cause you to want to make notice of the parts that just are not working for you. The things that are not assisting you with where you intend to go. This is not a time for surface level anything. This is really things that are being uprooted from the depths of it up. Anything that is dying at the root is going to be ripped up. Anything that is not helping you evolve, become a better person, assisting you on your journey to evolution is going to be tested. It is going to be destroyed and potentially it can 
turn out to be a disaster if you are not prepared for what's to come. Now, this energy can also be a very beautiful energy because it can allow you a rebirth. It can give you the transformation that you have been desiring. But the problem with that is a lot of us don't want to do the work. We do not want to face that hard truth about those parts of our lives. And because we are not being proactive in the resolution of it, it's causing situations to occur that are going to rip our lives into pieces in most times because we are really ignoring the things that we are needing to tackle. Now, it doesn't have to be as dramatic as it sounds. You can actually, if you've been doing the work and you have been taking, you know, inventory of your life and the things that you want, you really have been strategic in how you are approaching the changes that you are needing to make in your life, then it doesn't have to be a difficult transition. It really can be something you're welcoming because you are prepared for it, but you never can fully be prepared for the changes that occur. The only thing you can do is try your best to do the work, try your best to solidify your foundations and make sure that the areas of your life that mean the most to you are really tended to, then everything else will fall in the place as it should. As I was stating last week, last week was very difficult in areas of our work life. We are constantly tested. You have been um, some of you have definitely had to see people for who they actually are, not the people that they appear to be. And that's a very uncomfortable place to be in. We are in a new energy, but understanding that this is a new week, but that energy is still here. You are still going to be finding out things and seeing things and having to be aware. So just because we're on a new lesson for this week doesn't mean that the lessons of last week are null and void. Those are actually necessary for you to be able to maneuver through this week because it is going to help you to see things the way that you're needing to see them and not the way that we want to. A lot of times we want to see the fairy cotton, you know, the cotton candy and the beautiful pastel colors. However, the truth of the matter is there's a lot of black. There's a lot of dark gray. There's a lot of things that we prefer not to see, especially in the people that we want to believe really have the best intentions for us. But you have to be able to operate out of spirit so that you can see them for what they are and not the illusion that they represent. This week, our lesson is for us to write a letter to our soul. What does that even mean? How do you write a letter to your soul? Well, it's not just, oh, dear soul, I love you. You're so beautiful. You make my life better. No, this is a really death filled letter that you are creating. And the reason you are writing the let go list, the less the list that you had to create last week of the list of things that you were needing to let go of and as well as a forgiveness letter is because and the gratitude letter is because those are a part of this letter that you are cultivating in its entirety. OK, so the letting go list on Friday's daily dose, there was a bonus daily dose because during my meditation, there were specific dates that we needed to revisit that, that we were needing to um, go back and Make sure that we included some things, some key points that we may have been missing out on or some key points that we may have been um, trying to discard. We were needing to acknowledge those things and add them to the list because they were very important for the list we were creating this week. This week, in addition to the I'm letting go list. OK, so you have that list. You've, you've created that list. 
Now you're having to create a 10 year timeline. Now, the 10 year timeline before you can actually create a full depth field, soul pouring letter to your soul, you have to do these four parts because these parts are coming to cultivate the letter in its entirety, right? So you have the letting go part. You have the part for the forgiveness, right? And if you have it, please complete that. You also have your gratitude, right? Your gratitude letter. Now you're having to create a 10 year timeline. The 10 year timeline is from 2010 to 2019. And what are 2009 to 2019? What you are needing to do is write down major points of each year that have happened that have that really caused your life to shift that caused you to be um just redirected in your journey there were so many different points of our lives that we um, forget about because life gets busy and things get to going, whether that be the loss of someone, whether that be relationship breakups or whether that be illnesses that you've had to battle through or that you've overcome or fears or th- anything that had happened in your life that mm, how can I say this? That really caused your life to shift in a major way needs to be documented on that timeline. So 2009 list the things that happened in that in that year that moved you on a deep level, right? That really, really affected you for to, going into 2000, um, 2010. And then you go into 2010, you do the same thing and on and on and on until you get that list completed up until this year. Now, once you have that 10 year timeline, you also have to create a list of personal principles. What is a personal principle? Well, your personal principles are things that are your bottom line. What are your non-negotiables? What are the areas of your life that you are not going to bend over, that you are not willing to discard? What are your deal breakers, your personal deal breakers? Not saying, oh, if you cheat in a relationship, that's a deal breaker. Because the truth of the matter is that is a very open end statement because cheating depends on who it is that you are in a relationship with. For some people, physical interaction is cheating. For some people, if you get attached to someone emotionally, that is cheating. For some people, it is you can have sex with someone else, but if you fall in love with them or you have any type of of, um, I guess, mental, spiritual, deep connection with them, that is cheating. So people have all different types of boundaries when it comes to their letters. Their, I mean, they're not their letters come to their relationships. So it's definitely up to you to decide what your personal boundaries are, personal boundaries that have nothing to do with anyone else and everything to do with you. For instance, it could be something as simple as if I can't trust you if you betray my trust in this way. If you um, don't 
show appreciation and value to me in this way, whatever it is that is your absolute deal breaker that you are unwilling to bend on, that you will not go back on your word for, you write that down. Because the problem is that most of us have when it comes to careers, when it comes to relationships with people, intimate wise or platonic, we don't have any bottom lines. We have some semi bottom lines, things that we can kind of negotiate depending on how bad or how embarrassed I am by what you've done. But we don't really solidify the things that just we will not work through. We cannot work through. We will not attempt to work through because you have completely disrespected, disregarded and denounced who I am into in your life. So therefore, I cannot move forward if this happens. It's just your ultimate level of disregard and disrespect. So the problem is a lot of people don't have those. A lot of people don't do not know what their um, non-negotiables are. They don't have any personal principles. They don't have any core principles for themselves. It has nothing to do with your beliefs. It has nothing to do with your religion. It has nothing to do with your ritualistic practices. It has nothing to do with anything tangible, anything that is learned. It is something that you as an individual find to be completely violation, find to be completely disrespectful. And it's something that you absolutely will not come back from if it happens. So figure out what that list is for you. Create that list. Now, I will warn you, don't just get to writing things out the heat of emotion that you really truly can look back on your 10 year life and see that you never really operated out of that type of energy. Like, don't say that cheating is a principle, a personal principle of mine. If you betray my trust by stepping outside of our relationship, that is when every year you've been with someone that's all they've done and you've stayed with them and you've taken them back and you've tried to work through like that is not a personal principle for you that is not a non-negotiable for you because you've negotiated that so many times so there has to be something in your life and if that was previously not something that you would value you would say is a personal principle but you now decide oh yeah no I'm not accepting that anymore then okay put that down but you have to be sure that you are standing by that because that is this is a part of your accountability. If you're saying that cheating, lying, not communicating um, a person whom I can't trust is a deal breaker. But then a month later, come February, you're dealing with someone who does those very things and you're still with them come March. You're you're not even sure and you don't believe in what it is that you're putting down for yourself. These personal principles are your personal accountability. This is your personal. Um, this is just who you are. This is what you stand. This is the belief that you have in the principles and the core foundation that you have for yourself. And you have to make sure that whatever it is that you are putting down are true, true, true things that you are unwilling to back down on. OK, so once you've created your personal principles and you have your list of forgiveness and the things that you're needing to forgive and you have your timeline, your 10 year timeline of things that have completely shifted your life in a major, major, major way. The last part is create a vow of commitment to yourself. Now, what does that mean? Well, your vow of commitment is. What is something that I'm committing 
to do for me? How am I going to hold myself accountable? How am I going to show myself an abundance of love, an abundance of care? How am I going to put um, a certain level of belief and faith in who I am beyond anything else? What does that look like? How how am I going to do that? Just as vows that you say in a marriage or vows that you would say in a relationship, you need to make those type of vows to yourself. And these are vows of commitment, things that you are committing yourself to do to assist you on your own personal journey of growth and evolution. That means being honest with yourself, telling yourself the hard truths, telling yourself the things that you can no longer tolerate, the things that you can no longer allow to continue to happen in your life because it hasn't worked for you thus far. Okay. So it's sitting down, creating a timeline for yourself, ten your timeline. And once you have your letting go list completed, you have your forgiveness list completed. You have your personal principles written down. You are now working on your vow of commitment. Now you're going to cultivate this into a letter form. What does that look like? Well, it looks like an honest, open, non-biased, pure, blunt, conversation with your soul in the present. It's acknowledging everything this soul has gone through. It's looking at this soul from the depths of it beyond what other people see, what beyond what other people have said, beyond what other people have, you know, expected. You are creating this list and you're creating this letter to acknowledge who you are core deep. That's the good, the bad, the uncomfortable, the painful and the ugly. And once you write all of this out, you're acknowledging this. You can start it off as dear soul. You can name it something. You can give your, your soul a let a name. You can. It's not talking to your younger self. It's not talking to your future self. It's talking to who you are right now, because everything that you have cultivated into making this letter is who you are today. The the sum of all of those experiences and all of those things are who you are right now. It's the person you're looking at in the mirror right now. So you're going to write a letter showing that you see him or her. You see him or her and you understand them. No judgment, no fear, no biasness. I see you. I understand you. And I'm here to hold your hand as we get through this together. Your letter of gratitude will then be implemented. I am. What are you grateful for? How are you grateful for everything that you have gone through and everything that you have experienced? And it's made you everything you are. What is the future vow that you're keeping to yourself? What is the future non-negotiables that you are implementing that you will not allow anybody to cross over? No longer accepting abuse, no longer accepting um, the thought that you are not worthy of true love and you're not worthy of financial blessings and you're not worthy of stability. You're not worthy of reciprocal connections and you're not worthy 
These are the things that you're needing to say to yourself. Now, depending on how honest and, and articulate you are with yourself, depends on how long how long of a letter you have. But if you're being completely honest with yourself and if you're being completely transparent with yourself, when you are done with this letter, it should leave you feeling completely completely released, completely open, vulnerable, and relieved. You should not leave anything unsaid because this is a letter to your soul. This isn't going to anyone else. This is something you are needing to get out. So everything that's been deep in you that you have never shared, that you have hidden from, that you've lied about, that you have pretended never happened, This is your opportunity to put this all out on paper, writing out your experiences, acknowledging that they occurred, acknowledging how they made you feel, acknowledging the vulnerabilities, acknowledging the parts of yourself that didn't feel safe, that didn't feel worthy, that didn't feel like you deserved anything other than what you've gotten. The part of you that had given up on itself, the part of you who feared moving forward because you were afraid of losing everything else that you'd worked hard for. The fear of starting over, no matter how many times you've started over, you feared that because of everything that you have to lose in order to do so. The loss that you've had to encounter. The times that you have allowed yourself to demean yourself In hopes of getting better opportunities. The times that you have not valued yourself. These are all opportunities. And this is all an opportunity for you to be honest with who you are. Your soul. Not your human self. Not the flesh self. That that naturally is going to feel embarrassed. And naturally is going to be prideful and and full of ego. Because you don't want to really express this. No, not that part of self. No, this part is your soul. This is this is the part of you that no matter what you do in the flesh, it still exists. It's still there. And it's carrying around the burden. It's carrying around the heaviness and you have to speak it in order to release it. So as you're writing this letter and you're creating this letter and you've included all of these parts. Now, once this letter is done. Your job is to read it out to yourself, read out the letter to yourself. Now, it could take you a couple days to write this letter. The the idea is to have it completed by Wednesday, the full moon, I mean, by Thursday, the full moon in Gemini. Um, Friday is Friday the 13th, but the full moon is a portal opening. And the portal opening is the energy that's picking up that's beginning All of the different transits that's about to come pouring in, rushing in on a fast speed. So this particular letter is an opportunity for you to clear the air with yourself. To clear the air with your soul and to allow yourself to embark on the freedom of self. No one has to know the things that you're putting in this letter, but you have to be able to be honest with yourself. And this is the hardest part because a lot of people don't really want to be honest with themselves. Being honest with myself means truly allowing myself to be vulnerable with myself. But how do I do that when I'm so used to hiding my reality? 
every day. So this isn't going to be an easy thing. It isn't something that's, oh, I'm so excited about it. No, because now you're having to put everything, whether you want to physically write it out or type it up, whatever. But you're cultivating the story of your soul right now. And it's by putting everything together, the parts and the pieces that you have had to do by themselves, you're having to put them together. And as you're putting them together, you're going to see yourself for the first time in a complete way. And that's going to be a very emotional thing because you've never been seen this way because no one knows you like you know you. But the problem is you've been holding who you truly are back for so long that you didn't even know how to begin. You don't even know how to begin with being truthful to yourself and honest with yourself. Well, this is your opportunity. This is your opportunity. This letter to your soul is not just a I love you letter. No, it's a letter that's going to show you exactly how you've treated yourself, how you valued yourself, the growth. Or for some, the not so much growth. But this is going to allow you to be honest, open, transparent, vulnerable and free. And I'm not going to tell you that you're not going to cry. I'm not going to tell you that you're not going to feel like this is an emotional roller coaster. I'm not going to tell you that you're not going to want to give up because you are. There are going to be moments where you just don't want to do it. It's too much. It takes too much time. You could be doing something else. And that's fine, too. Because, again, this is a choice. This is a journey for you. Because the thing about it is whether you want to prepare yourself or not doesn't change that life is happening. Life is changing. And whether you are prepared for the bricks that are going to fall or not, they're still coming. So it is up to you to create the solid foundation and to clear out any portal chain, any any type of clogged up pores that need to really just be released. All that buildup needs to be released. And if you're not if you don't feel safe enough to release it with yourself, then you surely you surely don't feel safe enough to release it with anyone else. This is your opportunity to be everything you've desired for others to be for you, for you to be for yourself. So this week, this lesson of letter writing is not just like a four page letter. It's not a four. It's a four page transparent. It's like watching yourself outside of yourself. In true fashion. And it's not easy. It doesn't feel great. Doesn't feel wonderful. And on top of everything else that you're dealing with. But the beauty of it is. Is once you're focused on this. You realize that. You realize what your triggers are. You realize what your. What what are the things that make me feel. Uneasy. You acknowledge those things. And you write them out. This doesn't have to be a perfect, you know, grammar, grammar lesson. No, it's just about being honest and open with yourself and writing it out in true fashion. 
standing in your truth, operating out of your truth and watching how your life shifts for the best. This is a time for action. This is a time to truly step into your power and know that you're safe to do so. You're safe with yourself. And if you don't feel safe with yourself, then you have to look at why. Why don't you feel safe? You're, as long as you don't feel safe with yourself, you can never feel safe with anyone else because you don't even trust your own self. There's so much prosperity ahead. There's so many opportunities for growth. There's so much abundance waiting but as you are approaching this new decade of life, you have to be willing to review and let go of what needs to be released from this decade. Otherwise, you're going to be taking so much baggage into the new year and it is not going to assist you in what's coming. Because I can guarantee you life is going to continue. There are going to be more challenges. There are going to be more things that are going to get you down. There are going to be more obstacles that you have to get through. And there are going to be more moments of frustration. And if you are so bogged down with what has already happened 10 years ago up until now. You're not going to be able to carry that load any easier. You have to believe that anything is possible and you have to know that everything that you desire is possible as well. But what we also have to understand is we're not just in the times of getting what you desire. You're also in the time of getting what you deserve. So if you're not willing to put the work in for yourself, trust me, you're going to get the sum of just those actions. And then you can't be mad at anybody but yourself. This isn't about anyone else. This isn't about what someone else has done to you. This is an opportunity for immense healing and an opportunity for you to look into yourself and develop those parts of you that you have missed the boat on. It's not just about generational curses, because a lot of the times it's easier for us to say, oh, this is generationally passed down. But the truth of the matter is, no, you're in control of what you choose to do now. The self-conscious uh, way that you go at life is due to your own doing. It has nothing to do with something in your DNA saying you can't succeed beyond it. You can't be better than this. No, it's your thought process. It's the work that you're not willing to put in. This is an opportunity for you to tap into yourself and allow yourself to be forgiving. Allow yourself to be open and honest and operate out of integrity. Being honest with yourself, identifying the parts of you that are frustrating, identifying the parts of yourself that are very complex, identifying the parts of yourself that make you feel like I need to learn more about myself because I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I deserve. And this is an opportunity for you to see it. You're writing out your story. You're writing out your truth. And this is a very important part of your healing, because if you can't acknowledge the parts of you that you are hiding from. You're going to always operate out of illusions. This is only to help you become better. It's only to push you to your greater version of self. But you'll never rise to that occasion if you can't see yourself for who you really are. This is in your relationships. This is in your relationship with yourself. This is how you express yourself creative wise. This is how you are allowing yourself to be renewed. 
and how you perceive yourself. The transformation that's taking place is so deep. It's core deep and it's not easy. It doesn't feel great, but it, it will work out. It's an amazing, an amazing renewal of yourself and one that you deserve, one that you deserve. So this is definitely our daily dose of energy. And I hope that as you all are preparing this letter and as you are putting all the pieces together, that you see the beauty in doing just that. You see how beautiful and transformative this moment is. We are literally almost two weeks away from a whole new beginning. We're opening up a whole new book. And that's both scary and exciting because you don't know what lies ahead, but you know what you're leaving behind. So take this time, be gentle with yourself and allow yourself this opportunity to really dig deep and write out what it is that you're trying to write out and explore for yourself. And trust that it's all working out the way that it should. So this has been your daily dose of energy until tomorrow's daily dose of energy. Bye.